Hi, friends, and welcome to the Simply Howland podcast. I'm your host and blog creator, Leilani Howland, and I really want to make this space all about empowerment, empowerment for motherhood, marriage, infertility, and intentional living. Owning things from mama guilt to trying to figure out who we are, I want to dish about it all. Are you ready? Let's go chat. Hi, friends. It's Leilani, the creator of the blog Simply Howland. And Justin. And Justin. Welcome to episode one of my brand new podcast. <laughs> so we're going to kick things off with kind of giving you guys an overview of our relationship. I don't know how many of these Justin will be a part of, but he's here. And next month we are coming up on how many years? A decade. A decade of being an item. So I thought, what better way to introduce you guys to us than talking about the last decade um, of our lives together, right? So um, if you're migrating from my blog, of course, you guys have read the, you know, the love story that is Justin and Leilani. If you are new, you are in for a bit of a treat. So uh, I'm 29 years old. Justin is 30. If you know him and you see him, please give him a hard time about it because I surely have been. 30 is like iconic, right? So anywho, um, I met Justin when I was 19 years old and he was 20. Uh, he had just gotten back from Iraq. He did a, a year long, a year long deployment in Iraq prior to us meeting. Um, I had a friend that I had gone to high school with that I ran into at the mall where I worked. And she had kind of told me that some soldiers were getting together. She was throwing them a welcome home party and she invited me. And I honestly didn't think I was going to go, right? We hadn't seen each other in a few years and it just wasn't something I thought I was going to do. And so um, I obviously ended up going and you said that you didn't think you were going to go either. No, nah, because uh, me and uh, another guy went to Mount Rainier and uh, <clears throat> we were not sure if we were going to come back in time or if we wanted to drive all the way up to Auburn to have the barbecue. So a serendipity, if you will, <laughs> and forgive us. So Justin's got the first <laughs> NBA game since the pandemic started on, on his phone. If you know my husband, you know, he is a sports fanatic. So he's kind of living the dream right now being able to watch this, but it's so weird to see the stands. Um, so empty. That's crazy. That's crazy. But anywho, so yeah, so we both went to this barbecue. We met each other. Numbers were exchanged. I think a week went by and we didn't call or text. How did we end up calling or getting back, getting together? I think uh, we ended up throwing like a little get together at our apartment in Puyallup. And I think it just hit you up or something like that. And I was like, hey, we're throwing a party. You want to come through? Okay. Yeah, probably. Probably. That sounds about right. So that's what ended up happening. And then obviously the rest is kind of history there. Uh, he asked me to be his girlfriend, August 13th of 2010. Um, and honestly, I can't remember too many moments after, after that summer without him. Obviously, I was living in Georgia come January and married as well. So um, definitely had a summer romance. Quick quick whimsical i think it took me by surprise did it take you by surprise yeah i didn't definitely didn't think that uh 
at the beginning that that's where it was going to end to um, or be that quick developing. Uh, how long did it take you to realize, wow, I love this girl? Uh, I think the first time was Halloween. Okay. When I, when I realized. So that's like two months. My aunt literally just told me, she was like, at two months, you know when you're in love with somebody. So yes, two months, maybe a little over two months. Yeah. Um, but you definitely told me you love me in September. Yes, he said I love you first, okay? And I felt so bad for him because I don't think I said it back, did I? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I did, I did not say it back. Um, anywho, so yeah, we definitely had, I don't know, like you said, it was really quick to develop. Lots of sacrifices were made. Justin re-enlisted for Fort Stewart, which is in Georgia, when he was still deployed. So his plans were kind of already in motion before I met him. And he enlisted with a buddy. Yeah. I wanted to go back to the East Coast. Um, and Georgia was the closest place I can go. The East, East Coast? Coast? Yeah. Georgia's in the South. It's the East Coast, though. Is it? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in the South. It's still on the East Coast. <laughs> Let me know. Okay, if you're listening to this, where do you consider Georgia? It's like Southeast, right? It's still on the East Coast, though. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell Justin is better at directions than me. But anywho, so he, he's when well, my husband was born and raised in upstate New York. So the East Coast is kind of where, you know, he's from. And obviously, I'm from the West Coast. So very, very different. But we did. I picked up. I left everything I'd ever known and moved to Georgia in January of 2011. We got married in South Carolina, of all places. So random, but beautiful on a rice plantation, right off of a rice plantation. So we got married, moved to Georgia. Um, we were in Georgia for, what, two years? A little over two years, I think. A little over? Yeah, because we left. No, wait. Oh, no, you're right. Well, no, we uh, over two years, almost, almost three. Yeah. Ava was born in 2013. Yeah. In the summer, and then we didn't even leave until so like December. Winter. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So almost three years in Georgia. I wouldn't recommend it. I know you didn't ask, but I'm just saying living in the devil's belt is. <laughs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> they made that song, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, and he set up shop in Heinz. So. <laughs> yes, he did. It was blazing hot. It was so humid and icky. I literally say the best thing to come out of Georgia was legitimately having my daughter. Um, ironically enough, though, we just vacationed in the same area, what, three years ago? Mm -hmm. In the summer, no, <laughs> in May for Ava's birthday. So that was, I guess we didn't have a problem with it too much. Um, so, yes, we had, we stayed in Georgia for three years. That first year of marriage was brutal. Oh, my goodness. Was it? Was it brutal? I mean, it was just getting used to living with each other and... All that stuff. And on our own, too. Yep. Because on our own, no family, no support. No. Now, we did, when we were dating, kind of live together. Or do you not consider that living? I mean, we were living together, but it was a bunch of other people, too, kind of. So <laughs> it was like kind a of frat house kind of vibe, right? Yeah. Because they partied all the time. And um, so it was kind of like a frat house vibe. But going from that and then moving to Georgia and being on our own, we did try the roommate thing at first. <laughs> What is your recommendation on roommates, Justin? 
Well, I feel like when you're first getting married, probably not. <laughs> um, just get to learn your significant other and be around them rather than having a whole nother person to add into the mix. Very true. It was definitely a learning experience. And I feel like that first year taught us more. And honestly, okay, so Justin's a recruiter now for in the Army. He's active duty. He's been in the Army for 12 years? Almost. Almost 12 in September. So um, before he was a recruiter, though, he was combat. And whew, that we, I'm glad we did not have kids right away when we got to Georgia because I felt like that man was married to the field or some type of training facility or a 24-hour duty so much like i spent i spent a lot of time alone during that first year huh yeah where were you did you go to we went to well just the in fort george uh, fort stewart the field is right outside the back gate so we were always gone um and then we went to fort polk for training uh yeah so it was just always gone in the field just doing 30 day 14 day exercises Yes, so not especially great for newly married people, especially me. I mean, it's safe to say that it took me a little longer than most to become a good driver. <laughs> to become a good driver. Would you agree with that? Yeah, especially since you almost ran over my boss a few times in the parking lot. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to confirm that. He's, He's still alive. He's three, so. <laughs> um, driving alone in an area I wasn't familiar with. Being alone, that was probably the most difficult part, and I don't miss that at all. So, yes, Georgia was a different, definitely difficult experience, but I feel like we're stronger because because of it, right? So, all the time away, and then we found out, what, like a year before you actually deployed that you were deploying? Yes, yep, a year out. Yeah, so that was, okay, here's some, let's see a quiz for Justin. Do you remember what I did the day you came home and told me, okay, I'm deploying. I'm going to Afghanistan. Do you remember? Uh, you were sad. What did I do? Do you remember? Cried. Oh, do you remember what I was crying too? No. Okay. I thought he was going to get it. I legitimately pulled up the laptop and there's this song by Carrie Underwood called Just a Dream. And it's a song about losing a soldier. And she's like, baby, why'd you leave me? Why'd you have to go? I was counting on forever. You don't remember this? I was legitimately bawling. I was like, no. It was terrible. Um, It really was. And so I think that's when we started talking about trying for another baby. Right? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I wasn't sure. At first, I thought it was like the year you actually deployed. But we, so Justin and I, we suffered a miscarriage early on in our marriage. And then I think we just kind of waited a couple years. You know, I'm not going to say I was stoked to lose a baby, but I will say that getting to know your spouse when it's just you two is a lot easier without anyone else or any other obligations outside of you two. And so that was a blessing in the midst of that loss. Um, and, but we did, like I said, we found out he was deploying and then, we kind of got the ball rolling on trying to build our family. And I think we had what? So Justin deployed in October. We were, mind you, we're still in Georgia during this time. He deployed in October of 2012. And we conceived Ava in August of 2012. I found out in September 
early September. So yeah, I ended up doing an entire pregnancy by myself while Justin was deployed to Afghanistan. Okay. So that was, <laughs> how did you feel being gone the whole pregnancy? I mean, I kind of felt bad because obviously you were there by yourself. Um, you did eventually end up forming some friendships, but you know, it was kind of just a sucky situation that I wasn't being able to be there for you during that time. When we put ourselves in though, because yeah. we knew you were going to yeah. be gone. Now, if you had it, okay, but what I've thought about this a lot too. Would you have preferred, okay, I'm going to miss the pregnancy or I'm going to miss the first nine, 10 months? Well, I'd definitely rather miss the pregnancy than miss <laughs> the first, first months. I know because he would, so he got home literally eight days after Ava was born and she was my smallest baby. So she wasn't even six pounds. And I just remember him holding her like this tiny little thing. <laughs> Any feelings that you had, like when you, whenever you saw your family, saw us on the field waiting for the first time, you know, like you left your wife, not with a bump at all. Well, I was like just a few weeks pregnant and then you came home and there's a whole child that you, that we made that you like, how is that? What is that? It's definitely a uh, heart wrenching. Uh, just knowing that, you know, I helped create that and seeing you and for the first time in nine months and being able to see Ava for the first time ever. Um, and just holding her, she was so small. I didn't want to break her. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a great experience. Yeah, it's funny because Justin told me before he even showed up, like on the field, he was like, Can you please bring some hand sanitizer? And I'm pretty sure I forgot it. And it's literally one of the first things he said was like, Well, maybe not the first thing, actually, maybe a little bit after he held her, he was like, You didn't bring the hand sanitizer. And I had totally forgotten at that point. So, anywho, yeah, that was his first time meeting Ava, but he was a trooper. He stayed on Skype with me for. A lot, of hours. a lot of hours. My birth was over 17 hours long with Ava. It was an induction and it was brutal. Um, but he was a trooper. He was awake even when I was asleep. So that was amazing. Um, after Ava was born, I think we spent just a few more months in Georgia. And then we actually um, got Justin requested to go to Fort Hood, Texas when we when he was deployed. I feel like deployments in you. Was it just your window? Yeah. Okay, so his window was coming up, and that's when he had decided. Did we talk? We talked about it. Yeah, and uh, looked at options, and Fort Hood was just going to be a good place to go for my career. Um, never been to Texas, so we thought, why not? Uh, so that's what it did. <laughs> it was short lived, though, for sure. So during this time, like after Justin had come home from Afghanistan, we had baby Ava. I think it's about October 2013. My mom, who is now, she's passed, but at the time she kind of let us know that her health was declining a lot more rapidly than she had initially let on. She had pulmonary hypertension and they were giving her like a six month window. And so I just remember telling Justin, like, you know, I just was consumed with so much guilt for number one, not being home. And number two, am I going to be able to spend time with my mom again? You know? And so he actually put in for a compassion reassignment which in the military allows you to be as close as you can to an ailing. I think it's specific that was it like your mom, your dad. So yeah. Um, either mom, dad, mother-in-law, father-in-law. Okay. So just like your parents, like not yeah. a sibling. Uh, maybe, maybe a sibling. Okay. I don't, I don't know. 
So um, we spent like a month at Hood because they didn't, they told Justin to hold off on processing until he moved, but then they processed it anyways. And we weren't technically supposed to move. So then we ended up going to Fort Hood for a month, leasing a home, losing all this money on things that we didn't need to do. So, um, but we did make it work and we ended up moving to Washington state, which is my home state, um, for the next, what, two years, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Two years. And he got promoted rather quickly. You did. So I felt good about that because I felt like his career wasn't, um, what, yeah, it wasn't like affected in the ways that I thought it was. So that made me feel better. Now, question here, since we're, this is our relationship podcast episode, what kind of wife? So we're talking about, okay, up until this point, like the first, <laughs> what were my greatest, what did you like most as having me as your wife? Like what qualities or personality traits did you like the most? Uh, your love, uh, compassion, um, just overall eccentric uh attitude towards things um yeah what did you not like the most um, well first early on you're definitely uh definitely like a drama <laughs> you liked uh getting into drama and things drama rama mama oh yeah. my goodness that was way before kids just so you guys know clarify before you knew how to boil potatoes. <laughs> okay, you know what? Speaking of which, what did you know how to cook coming into this marriage? Ex Pancakes. <laughs> I had to call. Whose grandma did I call? Mine or yours? Mine. Oh my goodness. To ask how to boil a potato. You poor thing. That was... We legitimately lived off of like repeat tacos, cakes, and what else? Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> burnt chicken or dry chicken yeah. either dry or undercooked <laughs> you're talking about one time one time justin's brother came down when we lived in georgia to visit us for christmas oh uh, yeah it was christmas okay and i was making chicken parm i made good chicken parm for your birthday right so one year i made chicken like early i think it was like our first year of marriage i made him chicken parm for his birthday it's his favorite and so my brother-in-law came, I believe, that winter for Christmas, and I served him raw chicken. That was because before you knew to beat it down or get the thinner sliced chicken breasts, <laughs> you're using the, the real thick kind. <laughs> I felt so terrible. He looked mortified. Um, but anyways, okay, so drama-rama. What else? My sweeping skills? And you still got those. <laughs> Okay, so yes, I can sweep all day long. I don't know what it is. And Justin will tell you. He's like, I don't understand why this is so hard. Like you do the hard stuff, but you don't put it in the pan, which is, it's true. I can make piles all day long, but um, okay. So for Justin, I'd say his best qualities, like newly married, was just his love too. He, I don't know, in public, you wouldn't see it like him being this like affectionate guy, but he can cuddle and love on you. And it's so sweet. And um, let me fall asleep on him during football games. <laughs> and I don't know. He just, he was really sweet. Really sweet. And I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what marriage is supposed to look like. But I felt 
comfortable growing with him, even in the most uncomfortable parts. So, um, worst trait, I wish I would have known how big of a gamer he was. It sucks. It still sucks. Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh my gosh. I think my kids are going to be gamers too. Like they legitimately love, I think they love it more too because their dad loves it. Right. Would you? Yeah. And then superhero games. Oh gosh. Forget about those. But yeah. Anywho. So we're like getting, I'm all over the place. So we moved back to Washington to be with my mom. Got that time with her. We were actually here when she passed. She ended up not passing until 2016 after I gave birth to our second child. So she got to meet both of our girls, um, which was incredible. And time will never get back. So thank you. Thank you, husband, for that. Because it wouldn't have been possible otherwise. Um, and, and Justin was still doing combat arms at this time, too. So he was still going to the field. You know, I think we had just moved back to Washington, actually. And then like a week later, you were gone. And so Ava and I were alone for almost a month. And that was kind of Ava's toddlerhood, like her dad doing the field stuff, doing the overnights, doing the going to California for training. And it just really, it was hard. I remember her crying one time and I was just crying right along with her. So um, not for the faint of heart by any means, but then we found out we were pregnant with our second child in 2016 and good news came with that, but I did not take it as good news initially. Do you remember that? When you came down on recruiting orders? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was... Where were you when you came down on those orders? NTC. Okay, so he was in California. And he didn't get good service there anyways. And you, like, called me or something. I can't remember what you said, but... I don't know. I spiraled. I was like, what? I just had not planned on this at all. I Everything I had heard up until that point was just negative. It was super negative about recruiting... You know, as much as the time away really stunk with combat arms, you kind of knew what to expect, right? And so you plan accordingly. But that was that. Now, when you came down on orders, well, how did you feel? Well, I didn't want to do it because <laughs> uh, originally, you know, all my MOS was getting moved out of Fort Lewis. So I was like, maybe this would be finally my time to go to Fort Carson, Colorado. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, I just came down on orders for recruiting. So. Uh, well, we went with it, and I feel like everywhere we've been, we've kind of had a say in, right? Well, you wanted Colorado. That didn't happen. So then, <laughs> so then Texas. We still ended up in Texas, and that's what's ironic is that I guess it was just always meant for us to be in Texas. So 2016, gave birth to Miss Olivia. Um, Olivia Rose, our second baby girl, and then my mom had passed just a few days after my birthday. And then we literally moved in, like, the end of May, beginning of June end of May, actually, end of May of 2016. And I feel like, you know, a move was necessary. There was so much heartbreak. I was still reeling, you know, losing your parent. It's something that never gets easier. But I was seeing, being in a loss and not knowing how you're going to feel. I saw Justin kind of open up and try to help me with being vulnerable as well. So that was really helpful. I think that sometimes I would just irrationally be like, I need you, you know, I mean, and on your end, how did that feel to like be there, but not, but no, nothing's going to change. It's definitely hard. Cause you know, you never expect to lose a parent that young. Um, and I've never had that happen to me. So I didn't really know how to, you know, support you. Um, so I just tried the best I could. Um, right. 
he did a good job. He, looking back on it, it was what I needed at the time. So we ended up moving to Texas in 2016 and I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated recruiting so much. That was probably that one of the hardest adjustments, harder than combat arms, but somehow we found a way to make it through that too. Now, what do you, if you could say just a couple things for, you know, army families that are going into the recruiting life, what would you tell them to do a further relationship? Uh, just expect, well, I mean, it's different no matter where you, uh, depending on where you go, but, uh, yeah, you're going to be home every night, which is different if you're, uh, coming from a combat uh arms uh, job but just know that sometimes it's going to be longer nights because uh, when i was in combat when we were home we'd get we'd get off of work at a decent hour um because they we already knew that we'd be leaving for a lot of time but then when you're recruiting you're home every night you're home on most of the weekends you might have to work some saturdays um but you know sometimes the hours are a little bit longer so Absolutely. I think communicating too. We got to a point where he was like, look, like I would be so, I'd be like, okay, what time are you coming home? And he'd be like, I'm coming home at this time. And then it wouldn't happen. And then I would just be like, why aren't you home at this time? It was just, it's, it was really hard. I never in my wildest dreams expected Justin to convert. Did you expect to convert? Not at the beginning. No. <laughs> uh, I don't think you expected to. Did you expect to kill it like you did when you, whenever you started? No. Um, he's a humble man to the end, but this man is kind of a big shot. So uh, I'm super proud of him. Super, super proud. And I think that's what made it easy to support his decision to convert because he liked what he was doing. You see the results of what he's doing. He's helping these these kids, you know, make big decisions for their future, which you know, big decisions have to be made for your future to set you on the right path. So that was super awesome. Having him home every night, there's nothing better than that. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, we ended up trying for baby number three in Texas. We conceived baby number three in Texas. We gave, I gave birth to our son, our first son, Liam, um, in Texas. And so I felt like we left Texas, just like Georgia, with the best thing that we could have gotten, which is a child. So we had um, Liam. And then shortly after that, after Liam was born, boom, Justin came down. He converted. I feel like he converted right after Liam was born. Liam was born March 8th, 2018, a day after my birthday. Um, funny fact. So my mother-in-law's birthday is March 5th. My husband's grandmother's birthday is March 6th. Mine is March 7th. And now our baby boy, his is March 8th. And so um, just a little tidbit there. But yeah, a few months after, a month after Liam was born, Justin converted full-time to a recruiter. And then um, that summer, he came down on orders for Washington. So here we are again in Washington. We spent like two and a half years in Texas just to come back to Washington at the end of 2018. And we've been here ever since. And here we are, look at us, trying to have another dang baby. So if it's one thing we're consistent at, it's trying to have kids. But as we come up on that 10-year mark and you look back at our life together, what does it take? What does it take to have a strong relationship? But also, what's been the hardest? Like, I want to hear from you. Uh, definitely just persistence. Um, just knowing that you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days. Um, not everything is uh, rainbows and lollipops. Uh, <laughs> you just got to work through, uh, work through it and just feed off of that love that you have for each other and 
why you ended up being with each other and, and getting married in the first place and uh, just realize that as long as you talk talk it through and you get over um, what the issues were and you you figure out what what was right, what was wrong, and you just uh, carry on. I agree. I think that's he's a no-nonsense kind of guy when it comes to stuff like that. So it makes it easier. But yeah, so we hit 10 years this summer, you guys, and I'm telling you, we have been on so many different, uh, so many different things in this relationship, you know, like young love, parenthood, deployments, you know, just turmoil, just not happiness and then over happiness and then lack of appreciation, lack of communication to getting our way back to those things, you know, and also being the ever so faithful military wife that follows her husband dutifully around the country so he can pursue his goals and his dreams there. Are, I feel like there's so much more we didn't get to talk about, but it has been one heck of a ride. That's for sure. Um, I'm going to close this off as we, you know, if you listen to the trailer, we're still in our two week window. I'm not really sure if I'm going to publicly share, but um, that's where we're at. So I just want to thank you husband for coming on here and doing this with me. Uh, was it as weird as you thought it was going to be? No, I didn't think it was going to be weird. You didn't? Why? I, mean, I listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah, he does. Thank you, Pat McAvee. You may never hear this, Pat, but if you do, you have changed our life exponentially, pal. So thanks for that. Um, and thank you, guys. If you listened and you like this, please, please let me know all the feedback on episode one of this podcast series I'm kicking off. Um, I'm absolutely loving this so far. I feel like being able to talk to you guys anywhere you are is really my goal, which is why I've kind of shifted from just solely blogging to now giving you an audio version, whether you're in the car on the way to work, coming home from work, or you're just on a quick grocery pickup with your kids and you just want to hear some mama talk or just some simply howling talk. That's what I wanted this to, to be. And so I just wanted to use this podcast uh, platform to give that to you guys. So thank you. Thank you so much for all the encouragement and for tuning in if you're tuning in. And thank you, babe, for being here on my first podcast that's going to go live. I love you. I love you too. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time.